This is the Voice Podcast Network. Welcome to Post Pitch, a bi-weekly podcast that dives a little deeper into an article published in this week's print issue of the Georgetown Voice. Today, I'm interviewing two of our writers, Henry Skarecki and Ben Jacobson, to learn more about the halftime sports piece on the crazed football fans called sickos. Welcome, guys. Hello. I am really excited to have not only one, but two wonderful writers on Post Pitch today. So I wanted to start by asking you guys, uh, what are sickos? So sickos, it's this kind of unique branch of the college football fan base where a lot of most college football viewers are looking for like the big schools, like your Texases, your Alabamas, looking to kind of see not the high quality football, but also high quality football. But Personally, my team's never going to be that good. So one thing I like to look at is, like, with me, I'm from the Midwest, and we have, like, local smaller Midwest football teams, and their games can be really entertaining, partially because, like, if you get, like, a really good player on one of those teams, they can just absolutely just, it's something to watch. But it's also something that, like, kind of keeps you entertained in the meantime. A college football news cycle, it's kind of really heavy on Saturday. So, like, for me, it's kind of that Saturday primetime football window is just not enough, and you have to have more. And it takes really interesting forms. Yeah, I'm, I'm from the Midwest, too, so I definitely get the whole, like, entertainment and the destined to fail kind of <laughs> game. So, yeah, for sure. And do you have anything to, to add to that? Or? Yeah, I mean, I would also say that being a sicko is so much watching games that mainstream fans do not typically watch right and it might just because a team is historically really bad and the main the main takeaway from that is it's not an ironic thing it is truly a thing that we all enjoy we want to turn on the tv at on a tuesday night stay up late and watch some action or some (laughs) pack 12 after dark and it's it's a real if anything, you guys are like the, the true fans. <laughs> you're the ones, you're not there only on Saturday. You're following it the whole Absolutely. week with every uh, win and loss. That's really funny. Now, I know that we at Georgetown are unfortunately not a football school, which I think should naturally make us attractive to sickos. Yes. Um, but we did win our homecoming game this past weekend. So was there a response to that on you know from the sickos? So, so beyond just us, sickos... The sickos term came from a Twitter account which started becoming popular about two years ago called the Sickos Committee. Um, And these guys are a group of a few dozen people who watch, as far as I know, every single football game, college football game, all the time. And they just post every single funny, interesting, or hilarious thing that happens. And we got a shout out for beating a ranked Fordham team, which we have (laughs) never beaten a ranked team in the history of Georgetown being in Division One football. So it was really exciting. Um, it was really exciting for us just to be recognized, especially because this happened on Saturday and we yeah. had already drafted this piece by then. So the fact that there's a Georgetown <laughs> connection is, it just, it was made me really happy. Yeah, it was meant to be. <laughs> I think a lot of us, I don't know, didn't expect to win the yeah. game. So it was a very, very, very pleasant surprise. Awesome. So and I have one very important question. Do you consider yourself to be sickos? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So even though I I said that the term sicko has been around for just a few years, the idea of being a sicko has been around for as long as football has been around, right? And so just in our piece, we talk about some of our favorite games, all of which have happened within the last couple of decades, right? Um, 
I think I mentioned the Cheez-It Bowl in 2018, mm -hmm. which you know I was just watching by myself in, in a little room late at night, watching TCU v. Cal 10 to 7. Mm -hmm. um, and so, I mean, it's been a lifelong thing, and I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd say a lot of the same thing. It's kind of, like I mentioned, the action piece, but I think it's a lot of, personally, as like a Michigan State fan, football is painful sometimes. <laughs> like, you talked about the cheese it Bowl. Uh, the other one I'd bring up is the 2018 Red Box Bowl between Michigan State and Oregon, and 7-6, to six, just the most disgusting display of football I've ever <laughs> seen. But one thing I'd add to kind of everything Henry said is that with the kind of advent of the transfer portal as we've seen it today where people can move around all the time there's always like players who maybe i watched when they played for a school i was a big fan of and now they're somewhere else like in the piece i shout out rocky lombardi who's going on his seventh year of college who started for michigan state back in 2018 and is now in northern illinois being a sicko is both influenced by that but it's also fun because i already watched the mac and now i get to kind of combine two things that i liked and it's something even better yeah that's awesome. I'm, I'm a little bit curious, what got them, like, the name Sickos? Was there a, like, what, did the committee decide, or how did that happen? It really just is derived from the fact that, like, you really do have to be, like, sick. Not in, like, a bad way, but, like, you there has to be something slightly off with you to really <laughs> want to watch some of the games that people watch, where it's kind of, like, there's... There has to be something different where you're like, yeah, I could watch number one Alabama against like number three LSU, or alternatively, I could watch Akron and Western Kentucky in the same time slot at the same time. Once Sicko started being popularly used, it really took off because it really just kind of is a great descriptor for yeah. how you feel and how <laughs> you are in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. Um, now, in the... In the article, in the piece, um, which will be coming out, like I mentioned, in this week's issue, we were left at the end with a bit of a cliffhanger. There were some topics pertaining to sickos that were left untouched, and I want to ask you guys if you want to expand on them, explain them to me, to our listeners, because they're unfamiliar terms. Well, I think the thing that pained me to leave out the most was the concept of scoregami, which is the art <laughs> of creating a final score in a football game, which has never happened before. Um, and this happens because football has a unique, a unique scoring system. So a touchdown is six points, and you get an extra point or a two-point conversion. There's also a field goal, which is three points, a safety, which is two points, right? And these are just building blocks that add on over time. Whereas in other sports like soccer or baseball or hockey, it's just one point after another after another, right? right? right. And so the result is that you get a lot of scores which have never happened before. There is no score that's 38 to 2, for instance, <laughs> or it's very rare that would, that would happen. Um, and the reason why I left this, it out in this piece because while scoregami is a thing in co uh, college football, it's much more associated with the NFL. So I just it would feel a bit out of place that I put it in, but it's definitely a very major cornerstone of sickos. And then adding on to another, another that was a near miss for the piece was the the concept of flight watch, which some people may be familiar with from like college basketball or other sports. But it's essentially um, when, like, college programs, when they're hiring new coaches and things like that, like, forgive me, forgive me, Nora, our editor-in-chief, but I'm going to make <laughs> another Michigan State uh, reference. But in 2020, when Michigan State was looking for a new coach, people had kind of figured out it was between one of three people. And the one that a lot of people wanted was Luke Fickle, who at the time was the head coach of Cincinnati. And 
there's these websites where you can see privately chartered planes and like where they're going from, where they're going to. So what a lot of people who, you know, uh, are sickos like myself, like to watch these websites to, you know, see where planes are going in and out of to kind of get a jump on like these no hires. Way. But the thing about in 2020 was there was a chartered plane from around the Cincinnati area to East Lansing where Michigan State was. And pictures came out. No one saw who was on the plane, but they only saw the person's shoes. And the person happened to be wearing the exact same shoes that the Cincinnati coach happened to wear on game days. So everyone went crazy. They're like, oh, we got him. Turned out it was someone completely different. Luke Fickle was sitting at home just hanging out the entire time. Flight Watch is like, it's a big thing with coaching searches because these college programs hire like multi-million dollars consulting firms to like come in to keep everything a secret. And then you just have like some random guy who's like 28 sitting in his basement on his computer <laughs> who's figured it all out because he's tracking planes. That is that takes some dedication. Yeah. Can you imagine he was just like a random person going that's I love that. Um well that's great. I'm really glad to get to get those clarified. Um and sad that they were left out of the piece, but at least now it'll be out there in the world for people to hear. So thank you both so much for joining me today. Um, to our listeners, make sure to check out Henry and Ben's article in this week's issue of The Voice, and also check out the rest of our podcasts on georgetownvoice.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you both. Yeah, thank you.